0: So now, those of you dear listeners know Stop, what it bro. sounds like when someone who Stop knows what they're talking everywhere. about is talking about wizards, Jeez. and when someone
1: who doesn't know what they're
2: talking
1: about. Grant's talking to Quilly, my dog, <laughs> not Zach. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, bro, get out of here! I'm so Stop sorry. sniffing me! Stop. I'm so sorry. Quilly.
0: Welcome to Exploring Middle Earth, a Lord of the Rings lore podcast. My name is Zach Norman, and I'm here with my good friends Grant Mulder. Hello. Our resident Tolkien expert, and Jay Benedict. Howdy. Who slept through our Lord of the Rings movie marathon and somehow still knows more about the lore than I do. Grant and Jay have invited me to join them on a quest of discovery relating specifically to the vast works of J.R.R. R. Tolkien. And we continue the quest with today's topic. Wizards. So, to start, what are the wizards? Because everyone knows what a wizard is, like the standard archetype of a wizard. But in Lord of the Rings, there's something very specific, and they have a very specific mythology. What is it?
3: Uh, well, it all it all starts at the um, the legendary castle of Hogwarts. <laughs> it's it's a wizarding school,
0: so, and so this
3: is where we've got our main characters Gandalf and Saruman and Radagast. They actually went there as pupils.
0: What uh, house of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry were each wizard in?
3: Uh, Gandalf was definitely Gryffindor. That makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Saruman, Slytherin, obviously. Yeah, and Radagast. Uh, I would say, I mean, it makes sense if he was a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, that's right. Because they're generally kind and caring people, and he's just a weird, kind and caring person. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) he's a weird kind. He's a weird... And caring. He's a weird dude.
0: What about the the blue wizards?
3: The blue wizards? I guess
0: maybe
1: Ravenclaw. The
3: little known... Actually, that would make sense, yeah.
1: You know, I don't know anything about Harry Potter...
0: I've seen, well, this I've is seen
3: the... this is Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah, we're not... Wait. Uh, sorry, we... I'm at the wrong podcast. If you, yeah, if you came here to
0: talk about Harry Potter, boy, are you mistaken. No,
3: no this is the Lord of the Rings only. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, I missed that
0: part
3: yeah. of Lord of the Rings. I actually hate Harry Potter. I would never talk about it. I feel like that's false. <laughs> My nose! My nose! <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so wizards are, uh, wizards... <laughs> The, uh, the Sindarin name for them, the elvish name, is the Astari, which means the wise, or it has the root word for the wise. So they're, as far as the elves are concerned, they're just wise men, pretty much. And they have a significant knowledge of lore and magic, or at least what men consider magic. It's really just, they have divine powers. Because the wizards, or the Astari, are Maiar, which are in the world of Middle-earth, in the world of Tolkien... They are, um, angelic beings, um, slightly lesser in power. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I it's... forgot to turn forgot off
0: my computer. A... Whoa, I think there's a wizard calling. <laughs> turn off your notifications. Sorry. Um, the, hey, uh... this, We've been doing this for <laughs> sorry, well this amateur. Over. Okay, we spent...
3: We're professionals, man. Okay. The, uh... So, the myar are, um they're like angelic beings, uh, with lesser power than the Valar, which are the gods of, uh, Middle Earth, or, uh, so the men call them. But, um, so basically, uh, if you want to put this in per- into perspective, Sauron is a Maiar, so he is actually of the same kind and race as Gandalf. So that just puts it in perspective. Balrogs, the, uh, fiery demons are also Maiar. Um, but and they're not good ones. They're not good ones. They were corrupted. They are evil. Um, and then, yeah, so Gandalf, Saruman, Radagast, the Blue Wizards, they are Maiar as well. And um, the Valar, um, they're never really mentioned in really the movies, so unless you've read the books, you wouldn't really know about them. Um, yeah, so they are Maiar. They come from the Undying Lands of Amon, which is west across the sea, uh, far away from Middle-earth. That only the elves can reach. Because they are immortal themselves. So, those are the Astari. Oh, well, yeah. And this is an Astari party. And in, in a starry night. So the
1: reason... The re- <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't to stop you guys from talking. Huh? All right, no, uh, no, no, we're done talking. They, the reason <laughs> that Jay's they were turn. um brought into, like, physical beings and brought to Middle Earth correct me if I'm wrong, Grant, is to... Uh, Fight back, uh, Sauron and his forces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the re- so the, before obviously when they're mired they're not physical beings but they were brought in as physical beings to fight or not fight just hold I guess fight hold back yeah uh, Sauron's forces.
3: So um actually the uh, if if Sauron and Gandalf and Saruman were all back in Amman in the Undying Lands they would all have pretty equal power. Actually, Gandalf would probably have more power over Sauron. But because Sauron went to Middle-earth just on his own, um, he had all of his power, um, and he was the servant of Morgoth, who was the first Dark Lord. Um, And the Astari were sent to Middle-earth by the Valar to act as emissaries to the Valar and to um, encourage the free peoples of Middle-earth to fight back against Sauron. And they were purposely sent as like older, like older aged men, um, who seemed weak and who seemed tattered and worn from travels because they didn't want to seem like they were super powerful. They were just there to encourage and inspire and kind of unite the people against Sauron. And so because of that, they were given a lesser power than what they originally had in Amand. And so their power was weaker than, um, Sauron, but, um, Gandalf does gain a little bit of power later on uh, that you might notice in uh, Lord of the Rings. So they had lesser power even though they were pretty much equal in rank. So, yeah. Those are that's why they seemed like they weren't on the same level as Sauron cuz Sauron was just this big bad guy and they were just mm-hmm. old wizards. Mm-hmm. But little they old had fellows. Yeah. But since they were old wizard
1: or old looking men or old-looking wizards, sorry. They looked like men. The, when they first came in the year 1000 of the Third Age into Middle-earth, the men thought that they were just old men, and uh, they thought, it says here in the Astari, which is in uh, the Unfinished Tales, it says, Among men they were supposed at first by those that had dealings with them to be men who had acquired lore and arts by long and secret studies. So they just thought they were just super smart Super smart dudes. Yeah. Old men. Old, old dudes. Old to, guys, but old Harvard. dudes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Well, they went to Hogwarts, actually.
1: So <laughs> yeah, Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> yeah. School of Witchcraft and, and yeah. Wizardry.
3: Yeah, so that's how they're so smart. Because everyone else in Middle Earth didn't go there. That's true. Yeah. So, um, actually, of the Astari, um, the, uh, the five known wizards are the wizards we've been talking about. The two blue wizards, who we'll get to later. Uh, Saruman, Radagast and Gandalf perhaps the well, most well-known wizard. And um but the number of Astari were actually unknown. The uh, five were just the chief in the north the northwest of Middle-earth because that is where the most hope was for the defeat of Sauron. That's where the elves were and that's where the um the Númenorians or the Dúnedain still uh dwelt. And um but it was supposed <coughs> That there were other astari or other wizards that were sent far to the east and far to the south but uh it it seems that they had no success because they they were never heard of they were just
0: crazy old hermits and no one paid any heed
3: yeah and all the people in the south and the east were evil and they attacked gondor so they definitely did not help down there (laughs) um, mission failed yeah that was a fail
0: that's a Hard. that's one of the, the earliest recorded epic fails in yeah. the Lord of the Rings timeline.
3: They're actually on the first uh, epic fail compilation. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is cool. Yeah, yeah so uh, um, how about we get started with the uh, individual wizards? Yeah, we're going to go through, and each of us have kind of picked a wizard or two, or in Grant's case, because he knows so much, three. Um, and we've done a little bit of independent research, and we're just going to kind of talk in depth about each of the wizards me being an idiot i have a lot of questions so i'm gonna ask grant jada fill in the gaps um in my research which uh, may have come from wikipedia and uh come from five minutes ago and some of it <laughs> maybe. i was finishing up
1: some notes wait i guess we're 10 minutes in the episode so not five minutes ago 15 there that's right you didn't research it while we were talking i was researching while you were talking
0: okay well why don't you get why don't you get on Yeah, so my wizard was Gandalf, because he's the most well-known first wizard I thought of. When I thought of the word wizard when I was a boy, I heard wizard for the first time. I was like, oh, Gandalf. (laughs) Before I had even watched the movies. Oh, Gandalf, my Gandalf. (laughs) Um, But it is... is (laughs) <laughs> Moving on from Jay that. Jay was trying to stifle a laugh. for like you. It's fine to laugh.
1: <laughs> Jay, it's okay <laughs> to laugh. No. My nose! <laughs> My nose! Can't you make that? Nobody's going to know that <laughs> it's joke. It's fine.
0: They'll get it eventually. It's fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, despite that, uh, it is true that Gandalf is probably one of the most recognizable wizards. You know, Yes, people, sir. When people talk about wizard, um you'll you'll probably picture in your mind something quite like Gandalf. Maybe a little blue and with stars on the robes. Maybe. But Those not, are his PJs. Yeah, those are Gandalf. <laughs> yeah. That's Gandalf's nightwear. Um Gandalf uh was a wizard in The Lord of Rings. He has a number of aliases. Um as a Maia, as a Maya, a member of the Maya Whatever the terminology <laughs> is there. Yeah, the Maya is plural. He the is a Maya. Amaya. As a Maya, um, his name was Olorin. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as a Maya, he was one of the wisest. Known for light and fire. Yeah.
1: Um, Wait, light and fire or light and fire? He yeah. um, light fire light fires, and fires. Light <laughs> fires everywhere. Known for light and fires. <laughs> He's smoking the bears, uh, the worst enemy. <laughs>
0: Light and fire. Okay, okay. As a um Gandalf, uh, you know, he was one of the wisest. He actually um, would appear uh, in, remind me, he would appear to elves and kind of bestow mm-hmm. wisdom, correct? Yeah. Um,
3: He's I, an advisor, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and eventually when he was sent to um, Middle-earth, he uh, was called by the elves Mithrandir, yes. which means Gray Pilgrim. Yeah, um, and that was his elf given name. Yep. He also was called um, Incanus. Is that how you yep. pronounce it? Incanus.
3: Yep. Um, which was his name in the south. Yeah, and that was. Uh, here's a fun fact. Continuing this. Oh boy. From last episode, <laughs> um, uh, Incanus was like the south is not necessarily, um, uh, Haradwaith, which is like the far south of the map that, uh, Tolkien mentions where the, um, the Haradrim come from, but it actually means more like, uh, around the area of Umbar and Southern Gondor. So it is a, um, it's a Southern name, but not like, so it's not the deep South. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tennessee, not like yeah, it's down like, in like the south. Yeah. Um, that is a fun fact. That's the yep. first fun fact of the episode. See how many we can get to. Yeah, we'll see. Um, he also was called Thar by the dwarves. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Gandalf was his name uh, in, uh, like, Gondor and such.
3: Yeah, to the northern men, yeah, he was yeah. called Gandalf, yeah.
0: Um, which became his most common of aliases.
3: Yeah. Uh, do you know what uh, Gandalf means to the northern men? No, <laughs> it's uh, it's Wand of the Elf. Wand of the Elf. So Gand, the the word Gand is like a, it's like Old English for wand, and then Elf ah. is elf. So Wand of the Elf because he's a wizard, and men thought he was an elf because he lived far past the lives of men, right, and so he was a wizard, Wand of the Elf. Do you know any of his other um, his other attached names? Well, called... like his titles. Yeah.
0: Well, he was of course known as Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. And later Gandalf the white. Yep. There was a list I was looking at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> earlier, but I can't remember. Fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> uh, maybe
4: maybe uh, a little. Long Ga- long. He was
3: known as Gandalf Stormcrow. Oh yes. And uh, Gandalf Greyhame. Greyhame. Yeah.
0: Now where did where do those come from?
3: Those come from Gondor and Rohan. Huh. Oh. He was called those names.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Is there any um, like like why?
3: Uh because oh, that's just a cool name. It is a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I like it. It's I cool. honestly don't know, but there is actually a connection uh to Odin because um Odin had two ravens that oh, would yeah. follow him around and um Odin was actually one of the inspiration for Gandalf that Tolkien huh. used that and Merlin from the Arthurian legend. Mm-hmm. And uh so Gandalf is based off of Odin and Merlin. Wow. Um, and so Odin obviously was attached to ravens and so I think Tolkien just kind of went that route, and he kind of attached his name to crows. So I don't know where Stormcrow comes from. I think it might even be somewhat of an insult, because I think it. Um, I think I think that was the name given to him by the King of Rohan and by Grima Wormtongue, because every time he went to Rohan, he was always the bearer of bad news. So he <laughs> he brought the storm with him. I think that's what it was that's pretty referring cool, yeah. to. And then Greyhame is pretty much just like another word for the gray. He was, yeah, he wore all gray, so that's pretty much what that was. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um. So he was, of course, called Gandalf the Gray and then Gandalf the White. The Gray and the White, where did those titles come from? Is it just his appearance?
3: Um, for Yeah, for the most part, it was his appearance. He even wore gray when he lived in the Undying Lands, just as a, a Maiar. Hmm. When he took, like, a, a physical form, he still wore gray. Um, and it was just kind of an unassuming color. It wasn't really like outstanding and it wasn't like like really dark or anything like that but it was or like just a random color, but it was just kind of like the Flat color. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, flat color. So I dropped my notes. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like... in
1: between, If like, because usually white is like pure and represents good and black yeah. represents evil and yeah. it's yeah. in between. It's yeah. neither mm-hmm. white nor black. It is it is
0: a neutral color in every yeah. sense. It's a flat color. Like it's a flat side. color. Flat color. Not what that means, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Gandalf had, Gandalf had a, a magic ring um, called the Ring of Fire, uh, Narya. Yeah. Um, now, Ring of Fire... Narya, Narya Business. <laughs> that doesn't really work. <laughs> doesn't work at all. Narya Business. Now, Naria was a 1963 <laughs> single written by June Carter Cash and what? popularized... By... Wait, is this Just... a bit? What do you mean? <laughs> no. Uh, no, the, the <laughs> Ring of Fire.
2: The song.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, it was recorded by June's sister, Anita Hi, Carter... For the album Folk Songs Old and New, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Jay? You yes. can back me up on this.
1: Yes, because I know so much about Silmarillion. Who? It was in the Silmarillion. What's the... June Car- Corrie Smith? What's her sister's er, name? Cash? Anita. Anita. I need a Break. It <laughs> <laughs> just started.
0: <laughs> From this. Jeez, man. Uh, no, it was originally titled Love's Ring of Fire, with loves in parentheses. Mm. And then in Johnny Cash's version... Just no ring of fire. Uh, no, I fell the, down
1: the the real. Down. Oh dang! Down. I fell hey, that's
3: okay. down.
0: That's okay. That's okay.
3: No one needs to know. Cut that out. Cut that out.
1: And we'll edit <laughs> all that out. Just,
0: snap right there. Just a little snafu. Yeah, snappy. Snappy. Uh, no, the real ring of fire, uh, real in the lore, was Narya. It was one of the three elven rings, made of course by Celebrimbor. Under the instruction of Sauron, who of course was disguised as um, Anatar. As Anatar, that's right. Um, it was bound to the Ring of Power like all the other rings, um, but it was said to have the power to inspire others to resist tyranny, domination, and despair. It was said to have the power to hide the wielder from remote observation, except by the one ring, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to give resistance to the weariness of time. Um, as well as uh, thought to have magical properties and fire powers, which kind of comes from when Gandalf is uh, facing off against um, Durin's Bane and uh, is like, I am the Wield of the Flame of Alnor, yeah. and all that, as he does in his Gandalf ways. <laughs>
3: in his Gandalf
0: voice. His
4: little, I am Lord of the As wizards. Yeah, that was too.
0: actually a direct quote. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Gandalf was pretty busy. Yeah. Busy dude. Uh, oh wait, I do want to say a, one thing busy about, busy about busy. Narya's the ring.
2: Tell me about Narya. <laughs>
0: is this a fun fact It's, it's Naria business, <laughs> bro. I don't, I don't know if yeah, this, this is Narya a fun Narya fact. Business.
1: I think this is just. What gives you the right <laughs> talk I don't think this about is Narya. a fun fact, but, um, he was given the ring, but That's he right. ke- he kept it a secret in uh, Saruman, uh discovered that he had it and that's when he first started his ill will towards Gandalf. Yeah. And that's kind of what set the whole thing in motion of Sauron just not liking Gandalf.
0: Not like he doesn't like <laughs> just him. he's not liking that guy. Yeah he's that's actually a spoiler. So <laughs> nice. Way no. to go. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> you ruined the whole podcast. There's,
3: a, there's another ring of power, one of the El- elven rings of power, called Nenya, and that would work much better with that joke. It really, Nenya, <laughs> it really would. Business, but I'm just going with what we have right As now. As a
0: brief sidebar, and perhaps a second fun fact from Grant, uh, who had Nenya?
3: That's the... I can't remember. I think that's the Ring of Adamant. And I think that was...
0: So Adam had it?
3: No, that, I think that was Galadriel's.
0: I don't,
3: know. I don't know. And then the other one was Varya and that was the Ring of Sapphire, and I'm pretty sure that was Elrond's.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I said mm-hmm, to make me sound smart. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. no clue. Yes, uh-huh. yes. correct. <laughs> You're like <laughs> flipping through the book real quick. Yes, no, yes. Uh-huh. I do have. Yeah. I don't know.
3: I could be wrong, but I'm pretty. sure. I do have a is.
1: fun fact f- about Gandalf. When you are done talking about Gandalf, okay, because it doesn't <laughs> correlate with anything. but Gandalf it has to do with Gandalf this ought to be fun this Um, ought to be
0: good but one of the things that Gandalf did as I mentioned Gandalf got pretty busy um, was uh, as he was um, obviously his chief task was to fight against you know Sauron as he was rising Um, he became concerned about a little old lizard that breathes fire named Smaug (laughs) Um, and eventually found I himself found just like in Skyrim. That was like crazy. <laughs> what like, does the it...
1: for does what? Sound like the ghouls, the oh, Sky the, the, the yeah, drogs, yeah, sound just like that. It me out when you're walking through the little crypt, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what it, it, it sounds just, just like. Out that. Out the, they pop yeah. out of their graves yeah, and that <laughs> works because this is an audio podcast. That's, and this... that's the audio only type of podcast and this has
3: been a Skyrim ASMR.
1: Uh, we are in no way affiliated with Skyrim, and we are not being paid by Skyrim to say this.
3: <laughs> I didn't know it's my say
1: nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, uh, well, uh, anyways, uh, a um, lizard.
3: We're talking about a lizard. A huh? oh, little lizard, lizard
0: named Smog started to worry Gandalf the huh? Grey. <laughs> um, and eventually he found himself in Bree, and he met with the little old dwarf king, in Thorin. Thorn, Oak, and Shield, perhaps. That could have uh-huh. been another Thorn. <laughs> no. I have
1: no clue. It could have been somebody else.
0: No, uh, and he, who was also concerned about Smug, but for different reasons. He kind of was on a quest for revenge. Oh, I
1: thought that was a question. I was like, uh, uh, I thought you just said it. Pass. Uh, Why would I ask a question? Because you said who was also. No, you're an idiot. Oh, I thought you are the <laughs> idiot of the podcast. What? wait no wait i thought i was i'm on the wrong podcast
0: (laughs) anyway (laughs) so gandalf decided to help um thorin because it was kind of like well i could get him to help me take care of the smog problem uh so we put together company dwarves and uh one hobbit one little fella one little fat little dude one little 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 guy no. Um <laughs> didn't think it was, no, a I was <laughs> like what Little guy by the name of Dildo Swaggins.
3: Yeah. Wait.
0: That's him.
1: I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Isn't it Bilbo Baggins? Isn't no, it? Inappropriate. Oh, sorry. That's, <laughs> that's very <laughs> Whoa, I'm sorry. dude I'm sorry. That's gross.
0: <clears throat> no, uh he went to look for dildo. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, for Bilbo. Oh no. Oh, um. No. Uh, and I believe when he went to look for Bilbo, originally he only found some other guy because Bilbo was gone. And then... <laughs> I didn't know this. I think so. And then he came back later and Bilbo was there. <laughs> like there was what? a little thing where he was like the other trying guy to find Bilbo. Yeah, Wait,
1: where is that? Like in the s- books? Where yeah, is that? hold on. Let me tell you. I don't remember reading that in any of the books. Uh, the well, I guess it would be in The Hobbit. That's the only I one.
3: I feel like you're joshing me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would never josh you. <laughs> That's inappropriate.
3: I've never said joshing in an unironic way before. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is Josh short for something? I don't know. Is there a longer version jo- of Josh? Joshua. Joshua? <laughs> Joshua? Yeah. Are you being serious? Like, yeah, Joshua. Oh, okay. Sorry, he's my... talking about the term. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. I, that's what I meant. I was gonna make a joke about like you joshing me. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was. On, it was not connecting to my
0: brain. In the unfinished tales, it is. Oh, said... so it's not the.
1: Tell me what's the okay. What just is, go. Just say what it. <laughs> part of <the laughs> Unfinished Tales? I don't know. I should say right now. Yeah, there. I've
3: got it right in front of me. I've got Unfinished Tales, find the it. newest version. Find it. Oh no, wow! It. His,
0: got... At first, he only found Holman Cotton, as Bilbo had left on the occasion of the Elven New Year.
3: Oh. He was looking for Bilbo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he couldn't find gotcha. it. Gotcha. I thought you you meant he was just looking for any random. No no no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, that makes sense. He's yeah. trying to
1: find one hobbit. Yeah.
3: Um, but in yeah. fun fact, Holman Cotton is a distant ancestor slash relative to Samwise Gamgee.
1: Is that
0: just right? Just a
3: little bit of a... Oh, just...
1: I knew I recognized the Cotton name, like the
3: last name. Rosie, Rosie Cotton yes. is who Sam marries. Oh, uh, wait in-laws. a minute,
0: The in-laws. The in-laws. <laughs> I they're thought not... you said they were distantly <laughs> they're, related they're to distant Sam. They're
3: relate- distantly related, so it doesn't really
0: I see. apply. Okay. They're only
3: cousins. Uh, so, it, so it doesn't count? <laughs> no, they're not. They're not
0: How out. south was the Shire again? <laughs> well, that was pretty far north. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway. Hey, once you get too far north, you're just back south again. <laughs> <Not
0: right>. <laughs> no. <laughs> you get to the north The earth pole. is round, right? Do you believe that? <laughs> I believe in hexagonal earth. It's a hexagon. Well, watch like, your language, man. I'm so, what?
3: I'm still laughing at the... Once you go far enough north, you'll end up south. <laughs> It
1: just means he gave me, it just you. It just means you go around the globe. Yeah, if you go, if you go, if you head <laughs> from whatever state we are in right now or country, yeah, we or could be planet, anywhere. <laughs> we're
3: we're we're in Uzbekistan. Mm. Sorry, I didn't
1: mean Uzbekistan. To <laughs> oh no, we're, our, we're our Uzbekistan. <laughs> Um If you go north and you just come around, you'll be south again. <laughs>
4: That's not funny.
1: It's not true. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. If you keep going north, you're going to get to a point where you are going in a circle because no, north is okay, a specific I'm saying, point. Okay,
1: let's say if you have gotten a plane and uh, weather and nothing mattered and you could just fly. <laughs> okay, we'll just ignore that. <laughs> you get in a plane and nothing matters. You're all happy now. <laughs> you, <Whoa. laughs> you fly straight north. You'll get to the north pole.
0: Yeah. And, and then you the, stop going north after that and you're yeah, going south. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what like right. he was
1: saying. Once you go far enough north, you just start going south. You're uh... gets... See? Okay, let's get back to <laughs> oh Lord gosh. of the Rings. Next to the
0: podcast. Oh. Um, what you were listening to before was not the podcast. was nonsense. <laughs> it was <a> utter nonsense. <laughs> it was rebel rousing. Spewed by a madman. Okay. Back on track. Um, Gandalf thought that a hobbit should accompany them on the quest that they might need a burglar. Why? why yeah why i don't know grant why why did uh you shouldn't because they're they're sneaky they're they're quiet exactly they're they're known for that now if you listened to our previous episode you know all about how the hobbits were naturally sneaky and quiet Mm.
4: but you didn't do that i did did not do that
1: plugged (laughs) my ears the entire time (laughs) Um, um go watch the first episode Yes, yeah, go listen. watch it's the first episode, if you first episode. of the first episode. sometimes please just listen here. to it. Don't try watching it. Try to it. watch it. I want to know <laughs> I keep what you see. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> listen to it's it, just... but try
0: to watch it. <laughs> try to know what you're. Imagine able to it in see. your head. Okay, we gotta get back on track. Yeah, for the fifth time, back <laughs> on track. We were never on track. Um, but yeah, so you know, Gandalf got pretty busy with the quest in the uh, detailed busy. in uh, the Hobbit. And then, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about over there? Nothing. Jay's just saying, my things. nose! <laughs> all right, all
1: right. Hey. <laughs> Ow! Oh. Oh. Back on track.
0: Uh, but uh, we all know how The Hobbit goes. Yeah. You Not know. all of us. I yeah. mean, all of us in here do. Not everybody in the world. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we don't know. The well, they go places. They do things. It's a whole, you know, The Hobbit was originally written as a children's book. You know, yeah. It was just like a little folktale kind of thing. mm yeah. yeah
1: save that for the hobbit episode where did about the no, book, of the, book. <laughs> the hobbit in uh, prince that's a little
0: teaser what's to come eventually we're gonna break down the hobbit in its entirety eventually we're gonna talk about lord of the rings yeah <laughs> for now back to harry potter um <laughs> so uh yeah is that it you know no well, no that's not it that's not it oh i thought that's how you ended that's... the whole thing <laughs> yeah so yeah no uh gandalf got pretty busy um that's what I was saying. Sorry, it's hard to get back on track when we keep getting off track. Um But you know, they he did the quest for Erebor, you know, they went to Erebor, Misty Mountains, yada yada, crawl over misty mountains, yadda yadda Fought yadda smog, yadda. desolated him or whatever.
1: Oh whoa, that's a spoiler. What if if the, the thing I said about Saruman uh being jealous about the rings, a well, spoiler, well that was a spoiler because a spoiler. that was a spoiler
0: because Grant's gonna talk about Saruman. Oh, uh, sorry bro Hey man, sorry bro <laughs> I still got a lot of other stuff to talk yeah. about
1: Dang, I just took all of Grant's material But after the I'm events
0: of the Hobbit Right Which was just one leg of, of Gandalf's you know, busy quest um, And he's got two legs That's right So there's a whole other. one <laughs> There's a whole nother leg A whole nother, leg whole nother trilogy of books to talk about Because Gandalf had, had a pivotal role in the War of the Ring It was kind of his whole purpose and after the Hobbit, kind of during the Hobbit, he started to get what? Organism- you got to
3: stop interrupting. Sorry. I'll stop
0: interrupting now. Okay. I was going to make a joke. Well, oh, hold on. Now I want to hear the joke. I was going to say, it's kind of his thing. That's all yeah. I was going to say. I'll stop interrupting now. Sorry. So um, during that quest and uh, afterwards, Gandalf started to kind of get wind of...
4: Uh... The evil may be returning. The shadow may be returned to the land. There might be this guy named the Necromancer. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that.
3: Yeah, no. You can.
4: Oh, uh, really?
3: Yeah. This is your This is your. This is your
4: oh, my gosh. Wow.
0: Is this just something you didn't research? <laughs> I don't have a whole lot on this part. <laughs> He's trying to wing it right now. I do have plenty more about the War of the Ring. Um... But maybe I'll tap on my expert, Grant. um, Don't tap on me.
4: Grant. Grant,
0: That was me tapping Grant for those of you listening. (laughs) Zach just tapped that. Wait, no.
1: (laughs) Tapping literally. On audio. Not... Okay, why don't we why don't we get back on track,
0: guys? <laughs> How many times can we say back on track before we get like a strike?
1: You know, I'll put a little counter
0: up in the uh, left side of the screen. What <laughs> screen? It's not a video. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Grant. Yes. When Gandalf was um, aiding the company of dwarves, what what drew his attention towards this mysterious shadow?
3: Well, it was a mysterious shadow. Uh... <laughs> So he didn't know. <laughs> naturally, he wanted to find out, but um, he had his suspicions that it was Sauron returning after a long time, uh, away in the east where he initially fled after the War of the Last Alliance. But um, so uh, Dol Guldur was um originally an Elvish uh, city, and that was called Amanlak, which meant uh, I think it meant like the bald hill or something like that. But that's where um, Thranduil. Uh, initially ruled. Here's a
0: fun fact. I'm on Locke, the bald hill. Yeah. John Locke, not the philosopher, the character from the hit NBC TV show Lost, or was that ABC, was bald. Okay. A little fun fact. You said I'm on Locke, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's L-A-N-C. I'm on Locke my car. What? I'm on Locke my car. Locke. It's Lonk. Yeah. L-A-N-C.
0: That's what I said. Uh. Okay. John Long. John Long, you know what? We it should, get
3: back on track. <laughs> we should get back it's on so track. So back on track. So uh so he inhabits Dol Guldur because that's where um he sends his uh ring wraiths and they inhabit it and then he mm-hmm. comes back as a mysterious shadow called the Necromancer. Mm-hmm. And he spread that's how Mirkwood becomes Mirkwood. It was originally just a normal forest, but his evil starts spreading throughout the uh the forest. Made evils all those big spiders are everywhere, orcs and little goblins, fellas. and, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, Gandalf was like, you know what, should probably stop that before it becomes a, too big of a deal.
0: That's right. Um, now in the movies, we actually see a little bit of, uh, kind of the, this council coming together yeah, over the, that. the white council. The yeah. white council. Um, and they kind of are like, oh, crap. Yeah. As a summary of that. <laughs>
3: I mean, I have information on that too because Saruman is heavily involved. We'll get that. to that later, then. Yeah, but we'll get
0: to it later. In a, you know, explained by someone who's competent, perhaps. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, but in the period after the 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 Hobbit, um, Gandalf actually met and uh, began to work with Aragorn. Yeah. Um, as they were both kind of trying to combat this darkness, and then. Uh, comes the period of the War of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when we see Gandalf. When most people are familiar with Gandalf from the War of the Ring's books, from the movies, um, Gandalf uh, starts to become suspicious of the ring Bilbo found on that quest in The Hobbit um, because of you know he kind of uses it uh, at his party and all that. You know. You we all know. You know how it is. <laughs> you all know how it goes. Um, And he actually goes off uh, to research it after Bilbo leaves and discovers um, that it must certainly be this one ring. And then that's what leads him. He he bids Frodo to take it off to uh, meet him and then go to Rivendell. Um, And then he actually visits an old
4: buddy named Saruman.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where Saruman's like, yo, I want this ring. And then kind of betrays him
3: yo check this out and he
0: does a sick yo check this way. out and he spins him in the air it's like yeah. I can make you do cool tricks <laughs> woo throws him up a tower and all that yeah um yeah and then stuff happens <laughs> that's a good segue <laughs> there's more no, no yeah um cause after he is able to recover from that I believe he has the help of um an eagle right mhm <laughs> You, you'd be friends, an eagle. Be friends, little eagle. Now, yeah. I actually read this a little fun fact. The eagle was actually, what was it? it? It was there because it was reporting a sighting of something. I can't remember what it was. It was a reporter? Yeah. <laughs> it had a press, <laughs> press, NBC press tag. <laughs> um, so it was more of like a hot, happy coincidence, if anything. Did, did you just say a hot, like, happy coincidence? More <laughs> of a happy coincidence. I never said hot. That was anything. a hot and heavy coincidence.
3: <laughs> um, there is a there is a connection. To that eagle and uh, Jay's uh, wizard topic.
0: Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have, the, you know, I have the connection. You don't have the connection. That's
1: okay. Um,
3: I have... Yeah. No, we can talk about it later. We can talk about it. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get, just to, talk to, about we'll get to
0: Radagast. We'll we get to later. Later. Um, No,
3: we're going to Radagast and then me.
0: That's what... What did I say?
3: You said... After what, I get done with
0: Gandalf is yeah. what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wrote the outline. I should know that. Um. What else happened? I swear Lord of care, Rings you've watched the movies I've watched the movies yeah um this part's actually cool <laughs> <laughs> as if the
3: rest wasn't
0: yeah <laughs> this is the cool part so no he's able to escape from you know being left at the, at the top of the tower um what are you looking at over there? He's, he's looking. I'm looking he's up the d- connection. Oh. I'm trying to find it before it's my turn. Okay, yeah. I'll take my time then. Not like this isn't gone for too long. Um, no, uh, Gandalf starts to... He goes back to the Shire, and he's kind of rushing uh, back there, and then he kind of is a little relieved as he learns Frodo didn't wait for him and actually went to uh, Bree and off to uh, Rivendell. Yeah. That's, I forgot the word for a yeah. second um but this is a cool part <laughs> i don't like you saying that keep it's saying all that, very cool no uh gandalf actually goes to weathertop and has a great battle with the nazgul yeah and, and... <laughs> who let this kid in again <laughs> 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 man, he was here last episode <laughs> uh anyway um i believe that actually uh aragorn and the hobbits See that happen, and they're just like, "Well, that's cool," but they don't really know what it is at the time. Look at those cool lights.
4: Well, cool lights.
0: That's pretty neat. Wonder it's if a that's fireworks.
4: I wonder if that's uh, Gandalf and his fireworks, perhaps. No, I wouldn't have any inclination of that. No, instead, uh, they just go on, and we know
0: how it has a weather top. You know, we're all familiar with that. Yeah.
4: But that is a part change
0: of Gandalf. No, um, but they, you know, they <laughs> catch up with Gandalf at. Uh, what
4: are you laughing at? I keep looking
0: at Jay. Don't
1: look Put at Jay. Up, I'm just laughing because you, we're, we're supposed to be like explaining stuff, and every time you mention something happens, and they go, "You guys all know how that went." <laughs> well, come on. Look, okay. Look, okay, just seen the movies. Okay? It's okay. It's it's good because
0: yeah. No, this is a great idea. <laughs> You're doing good, Zach. Um, I will continue to do a, a good job. As, um. <laughs> <laughs> I will continue to do it. Good job. <laughs> it's at this moment that we've all collectively realized that me doing this was a terrible <laughs> idea.
3: Oh, man. Why did you pick the longest I one? I don't know!
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll do Gandalf. That'll be easy. You shot too high. You bit off more than you can. Well, let's chew. not give up halfway through it. Uh, <laughs> <You're> halfway. <laughs> no, halfway? No, no, no. Halfway your through the podcast. And your eyes were too big we're for your stomach. We're almost a full podcast already. Oh my
0: gosh! Okay. We're Forty-one minutes. It's, it's in. great. No, we. There's a lot we can cut out. Jay, of what was Jay happening.
3: and I. Yeah, Jay and I are going to speed run. Yeah. We'll
0: so getting back on track. <laughs> um. Uh, Gandalf, of course, led the the. Founding of the Fellowship of the Ring at the yep. Council of Elrond. You know, all know how that goes. you <laughs> know how that goes. Uh, I don't know I said y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all know how that goes. I pretty nice. Long. He actually led the Fellowship down into those Mines of Moria. Yeah. Which is where he had that fateful battle with the Balrog Durin's Bane. Yes.
1: And uh, well. <laughs> and we all know how, that, all goes. Know <laughs> how that goes. Uh, for those of you who
0: don't, Gandalf fully dies. But he comes back. As Gandalf the White. I am the
4: wielder of the flame of honor. Exactly.
0: That's when he says that.
3: He basically says go back to hell. Because he calls him like... like He says Udun, which means hell. So that's pretty flame much, of Udun! Yeah, he pretty much just says go, go back, you little demon boy.
4: <laughs> Get out of here, you nasty
3: little <laughs> demon boy. I got a fire <laughs> ring and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> the Balrog actually had slightly more power than Gandalf at that point, because like we said earlier, the Astari, the wizards, they had less power when they came to Middle-Earth because that was their whole purpose, mm-hmm. was to not, they were uh, supposed to not directly contest the power of Sauron. Mm-hmm. They were just there to act as agents of the Valar. Right. Um, and so the Balrog was, like they had its full potential, Durin's Bane did. So it was very powerful, and Gandalf was just enough to defeat it but he went down with it. So. Yeah. We you know, you know how it goes. You know how it
0: goes. <laughs> uh I'll speed run the last little bit, yeah. which is the because, next two books <laughs> because because you know how it goes. Cuz you all know how it goes. You know how that goes. And I've seen fellowship more than the other ones. Um so Gandalf comes back as Gandalf the White. Yeah. Um he's now White Wizard. Uh before he was Grey Wizard. His, his clothes. clothes. <laughs> I mean, he was always the White Wizard <laughs> yeah. in appearance. Um But yeah, so he goes to Helm's Deep. He's there for all that. Y'all know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then uh, after that battle, he goes to Minas Tirith. Yep. Um, And that's where he confronts Denethor. Yep. And (laughs) I have written down, there was that whole siege ordeal. You know. You know how that goes. (laughs) You know how that goes. No, but it it was Gandalf's careful planning and wisdom that uh, led to the swift defeat of Sauron's first army, or er, his his uh, first big move. Yeah. Um, And the last lords of the west elected him to lead them yeah. in the coming battles, those being Aragorn, Imrahil, and Aomer. Yeah. Um, And so Gandalf led the armies of men to the Black Gate in a final effort. And it was a cool thing because it was... You know this. This is the cool part. No, it was really cool because it was just uh, they didn't know if Frodo had succeeded. He could have been dead. Yeah. But they're like, if he's there, this'll help. So we kind of have to do this. Yeah. So they went to this battle that would either be they all die or it works. Yeah. And so they took that chance on that on that hope. Uh, And uh, wouldn't you know it? It worked. It did. It did work. Um and then off on Weston said bye. Yeah. There was some stuff in between. <laughs> but you all know how that goes. You, know you goes. all know how that goes. Just
3: watch the movie. You
0: <laughs> stop stop listening. Yeah, that was that podcast. was a good summary though. You got most of it. Yeah, I got most of it. <laughs> I got I got a part of what was in the books which was already or in the movies which was already pared down. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well I think what most people didn't know though was the first part before he came to Middle-earth and right. when he first came to Middle-earth. So, I mean, most people listening to this would have already watched the movies or right. read the books or have known of it. So,
0: And if you haven't, they're really good. You should check them out. If they haven't, they're
3: going to be so confused because they don't know
1: how
0: all that is. Just going yeah, <laughs> to <just laughs>
3: shamelessly plug The Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> yeah, i I have a friend. He's a bit of a filmmaker. His name's Peter Jackson. He put this trilogy together mm. 20-so years ago. put two trilogies together. He did one of them i like a little more than the other but that's just me y'all know how that goes <laughs> <laughs> y'all know how that goes
4: you all know how that goes again
0: we'll talk about that on the hobbit episodes um but that's what i have for gandalf well uh i have my
1: fun fact about you gandalf. did have a fun fact oh yeah yeah Let's you guys ready I'm uh, ready out of all the wizards gandalf is the shortest yeah he is but that's in really the run. in the uh uh, unfinished Tales. They don't describe him as the shortest. They describe him as. Uh, where is The it? not tallest. Pretty much. They say. He's like lesser in stature. The lea- or uh, Less tall than others. So. Yeah. They don't just say short. Because say others. that.
0: Less tall than others in relation specifically to the Astari? Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the or five. just in general.
3: <laughs> yeah. Among people. Gandalf, Gandalf is a short king. Yeah. <laughs> when he fell down the mines of moria um the uh the valar in the west they uh they took they they took his crown they said you dropped this king drop this
1: king but that was my
0: fun fact that's a great fun fact uh that was a good fun fact that was a summary of a pivotal lord of the rings character by someone who knows very little about the lord of the rings lore <laughs> Um, and because it took so long, it might be a good time for a little ad break. I was just
1: going to say that. Woo! Woo. Well, we'll see you guys after the break.
4: Special announcement. Did you or your ent-wife or ent-husband suffer personal harm, loss of or damage to personal property? or a sharp decline in personal well-being as a direct result of the deforestation of Eisengard. If so, listen carefully to this important message about a pending lawsuit that may entitle you to significant financial compensation. If you fall into the above categories, you are a member of a proposed class in an action in the court of isengard a tentative settlement has been reached in this action which is subject to court approval and which may entitle you to a cash rebate if you wish to be excluded from or object to the settlement You must file and mail your objection and or request for exclusion no later than a fortnight from the arrival of this message. For details about your right to a settlement, call 1-800-555-7979 or write Fanghorn Deforestation Rebate, P.O. Box 1138, Isengard, Middle Earth.
0: Is not a real phone number. The address listed cannot receive mail. We're not responsible for any fees incurred by the calling or posting of either. Hey
1: everyone, just want to let you know that we created an Instagram. You can follow us there to get updates and behind-the-scenes pictures and interact with us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at exploringmiddle_earth. If you don't want to look that up on Instagram, the link to the account will be in the show notes. So we thank you for your follow and we thank you for supporting the podcast.
3: And we're back. We're back. Okay. Yeah, we're back. And we're back.
1: We're back and... Welcome and better back. than ever. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk about Radagast now. And it's not going to be as long as Gandalf because uh, Radagast isn't as big long of a character. as Gandalf. <laughs> well, Gandalf
3: was Gandalf shorter. Gandalf may
1: be the shortest. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, But there's not as much about Radagast because he's not like a main character in the Lord of the Rings series. But... So, start out, uh, just in general, he's just like the annoying younger brother of Saruman. He's not a brother, I yeah. want to clarify that, but he... Uh, Bro, get off me! But the Valar, <laughs> the Valar made him tag along with Saruman, and Saruman did not want him, but they made him... They're like, bring him to the west. Yeah. You know, that's the the they don't want Saruman's like, you. he's like, just do really? it. Come on. That literally like, yeah, is like a young. You gotta boy. do it. Well, here, it. let me find take him uh, with me. Come on. Let me find the quote where Saruman says that. Come on. It was just supposed to be me and my friends. What? Yeah, You gotta take your brother. It you says, "Radagast the Brown laughs Saruman. And he there. no longer concealed a scorn. Radagast the Bird Tamer. Radagast is simple. Radagast the fool. Yet he had just the wit to play the part. I sent him. Ooh. He just does. He just doesn't like Radagast. And Radagast just gets made fun of all the time. And I Radagast
3: just gets rat Oh. <laughs> oh well, this is my time. So... <laughs> you should have made the joke.
1: That was Sorry. a good one. So, Radagast means tender of beasts. And his whole thing is he just isn't... A... Wait. <laughs>
0: I was interpreting that as, like, tender of Like chicken hearty. tender. <laughs> not, not like chicken tender, oh. but like you have a tender heart. So it's like tender... <laughs> What? <laughs> I thought no, you're thinking chicken hunters that's your favorite I do food. like uh, you know, okay, why are you gonna uh, call me out like that, Grant? No. Okay, I do like so, chicken nuggets. So Radagast's so whole
1: Radagast's whole thing is that he's just not a big people person, he'd just rather just live in the woods and chill with the animals and just take care of the woods. Sounds like me. Yeah. Um Grant what you hates being here? here right now. <laughs> <with> <laughs> Go outside. I, <clears throat> I hate it inside. So uh, Radagast is Maya of Yvanna the Valar Yvanna, yep. and uh, he gets sent into the Ivana. West. Yvanna, suck your blood! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Grant the pun master today. <laughs> okay, I think Jay's been
3: it Yeah, but now it's my time to be serious
1: and no <laughs> jokes from me.
0: <laughs> Who's gonna interrupt you? <laughs> okay, if you want
1: to hear more jokes from me, skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, this is gonna be serious. Too. We'll uh, put a timestamp in the video. So. <clears throat> Uh, Radagast's original name when he came, just like, uh, just like Gandalf had, uh, Mithrandir. Aloran. Aloran, sorry. No, I mean when he came in the elves game. Oh, name. right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mithrandir was his original name. Uh, uh Radagast's original Quenya name is, uh, Inwindeel. I- I- right? Yeah, I-Wendil. I- Windeel. Uh, I- Which- I- Windeel. I- deal. You- <laughs> There we go. Uh, um, <laughs> Let's make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I win deal uh, means bird friend in Quenya, and uh, if you break that down, um, Grant, you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, this I just found. It looks right, I'm looking at I win at uh Iwe, is that how you say it? I we? Yeah, I Iwe, I Iwe I I to hell? Iwe. Uh, Iwe uh, means small That's or good bird, I made a good and uh, the ending in deal uh, means friend, so together. Bird
3: friend, bird friend,
1: which yes. is me, which is well, great. that is so can...
0: actually Grant. Yeah, you like... can
3: <laughs> bird, friend. bird friend. You can you can see the um the the word uh deal too in other um names like Elendil it means elf friend.
2: Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you, know, you can pay cool.
3: attention to that in different names you see in the books. Elendil. that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> okay.
0: Elendil... Elendil. I'm okay, so he, he, uh, he
1: came and his name was Iwinil, Deal, and he uh uh, got renamed by the Noldor to what we know him as Radgast. Yeah. Radagast. Radagast. Wait,
0: but who named him?
1: Uh, the Noldor did. What's the Noldor? They're um, about that. They're the I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: am blanking. They're the elves um, uh, related to Elrond and uh, Cirdan oh. and the Grey Havens and Rivendell. Okay. So. I did know that. I just didn't remember it. (laughs) Me too! Yeah, so
1: he is known uh, by, or the um, Moldor, the elves and the people or men, don't know him too well because he doesn't like being around them and he likes just being in the forest and that kind of leads to uh, him failing in the War of the Ring because he doesn't uh, really help against Sauron. He just goes off and does his own thing. He does help Saruman a little, which I'll talk about unwittingly, he didn't know that it was for bad <laughs> thought you meant you were going to talk about it
0: unwittingly. <laughs> which I'll, I'll talk, talk about unwittingly, <laughs> but I gotta do it. No,
1: but, um, so he, he's just known as this fool who lives out in the woods and uh, doesn't really meddle with the affairs of men and elves, and uh, all the other wizards, I guess Gandalf is a nice guy who doesn't think this, but mostly Sar- Saruman thinks of him as just a fool and an idiot, and just overall, not a smart guy, and um, late in the third age, after he comes to the West, he goes to uh, Rosgables. I say it. Rosgabel. Rosgabel, which Ros- is on the west side of Mirkwood, which is where he lives in seclusion, lives with the animals and mm-hmm. it's like the little treehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he helps Saron or Saruman, he doesn't know that Saruman is has evil intentions with all that he wants. So Saruman wants him to go. Talk to Gandalf and tell him to uh, help out in Orthanc. Is that how you say it right? Yeah. Orthanc, Orthanc, yeah. Orthanc, yeah. Tell and that's right in. Orthanc? Right.
4: Uh, Orthanc? Oh
1: my god. Okay, the, in, okay that's in. I uh, <laughs> was pushing it. The year 3018 in the Third Age. He goes in. Uh, Wait, but Naria Business <laughs> wasn't pushing it? No, that was perfect. <laughs> he, uh, okay, he goes and finds Gandalf and is like, hey, you need. Sarmon wants you to go help out in Orthanc, and he says he's going to help by sending animals and birds over there to help and deliver news. That's like his thing, is he uses mostly birds to deliver news, but he sends Gandalf over there and that's where Gandalf gets captured, is in in Orthanc. Uh, And so uh, Radagast just doesn't know that he's screwing up. He's a screwball. He doesn't know he's (laughs) screwing up. He just thinks he's helping out and (laughs) he's just... after that he just goes back and lives with the animals yeah and uh we see him in the movies the hobbit movies and uh we see him a lot in hobbit movies but in the book he's not in the at in the in the story that much he does play a little role in the story he is um friends with uh i forgot the name of that bear guy bayorn bayorn he lives next to bayorn uh and ross Roskable. Roscable. Right. Ross Geller. Sorry you guys will learn over the podcast that I cannot pronounce names <laughs> yeah. of anything. But yeah, so he in those uh, uh, Hobbit movies when he's uh, sledding behind the rabbits, right? Yeah, the rabbits. <laughs> <along>. yeah <laughs> he a rabbit that sled. is not in the book. Yeah, that he never has bad. a rabbit sled? Yeah, he doesn't have a rabbit sled. Disappointing. He does he doesn't participate in the uh I did a rod of Middle <laughs> Earth. <laughs> But he... You did a rabbit. (laughs) No! no, Stop! What? I did a rabbit. Hey! We're cutting (laughs) that. Oh, yeah. I (laughs) guess I should have mentioned this at the start. Radigas is brown. (laughs) No, his clothes. Radigast the brown. (laughs) What? Radigast, he's the brown wizard. Radigast the brown is his title? Yes. And so just overall, not a super... I mean, he's a smart guy. He's seen as a fool. He lives amongst the animals in the forest. He only is concerned about the forest and just wants to... preserve. He's just really like a super... He's just like a tree hugger, pretty much. Yeah. And just just is a nomad. Do you think he would uh, smoke weed? He does. He smokes pipe weed. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, he's a big that's pipe true. weed guy. Um, yeah, and <laughs> the connection that... Uh, the great eagle oh you found it yes I okay. did find it
3: you found it before we did the podcast Greagle. yes way okay. before
1: Yeah, I actually was born with this knowledge that Radagast <laughs> rode Gandalf's uh, good buddy uh, the eagle yeah in... <laughs> so for you
0: to say eagle
1: <laughs> he rode him in um, the battle of the five armies and um, he uh, it says later Radagast rides how do you say that
3: Gwaihir Gwaihir
1: uh, during the Battle of the Five Armies, after seeking his aid along with an army of Great Eagles, so that's that's
3: in the Hobbit movies, though. Yeah, that's yeah. in the
1: Hobbit movies. Um, that is not in the book. But yeah, so Hobbit movies add a ton about Radagast. Radagast isn't as a pivotal as a pivotal. How do I say as that? Pivotal yeah. as pivotal of, pivotal of, a, of a character. A, there yeah. you go. Radagast is not as pivotal of a character in the books as he is in the movie. He's just more of like this background character, but. The one thing I find super interesting about it is how, like Saruman, he technically failed in the War of the Rings, yeah. but he didn't do it. He did it unwittingly yeah. and didn't know. And uh, he, Tolkien writes about how um, his failure, he failed, but it's not as bad as Sauron, or Saruman because he didn't fall into evil. And uh, after the War of the Rings and uh, Gandalf heads west, uh, Radagast does not head west but he still may be able to because he te- he technically didn't turn evil even though he failed. Yeah. So he's not back in the West. He didn't he wasn't able to go back when Gandalf went, but he may be able to go back later. But we've also never know cuz Tolkien is dead. So the it
3: connection bubbled, the connection know. I was actually talking about oh. was a little different.
1: <laughs>
4: oh no. Oh no. But yeah, Radagas,
3: Radagas was friends with the eagles and when he, when Gandalf met Radagas in the wild on his way to Orthanc and Mm -hmm. he told Gandalf to go to Orthanc because Saruman wanted to talk to him, he sent out birds and he sent out eagles as Mm -hmm. messengers and spies to keep a lookout on what was happening and one of the eagles was actually near Orthanc and so Radagas actually unwittingly helps Gandalf escape yeah or think as well so that that eagle was actually radagast and um gandalf could tell because of that mo- in the in the lord of the rings films there's that like little moth or butterfly that flies yeah. around and that's yeah. how gandalf can tell because i guess that's one of radagast like calling cards or something
1: so i guess it equals out he like he unwitting- kind of yeah he, he he helped, but yeah. yeah that's just how he operates he just unwittingly does
3: good Oops. and bad things he just does what he wants
1: yeah yeah But yeah, that's pretty much what I have about Radagast. Oh, I have one more thing. (laughs) In the movies, Hobbit movies, he's just all gucky and gross. He's got bird poop on him. Yeah, Yeah. he has bird poop on him. They never say that in the books, that he's a gucky, gross dude with all bird poop on him. What does gucky mean? Like guck. You know know what guck is? (laughs) No. You don't know what guck is? What's a guck? Guck is just like... Guck. (laughs) Guck. (laughs) Maybe gunk? Here, let me...
3: Is it like yuck mixed with gunk? I've heard of gunk. Guck,
1: definitely. Gunky. <laughs> Wait. Uh, slimy, dirty, or otherwise oh, unpleasant substance. I thought I was just uh... going to discover live that guck is not a word. <laughs>
3: Wait, hold on. The the uh, the sample sentence. He got mud and cow guck all over his wide jersey. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's. <laughs> guck is a slimy, dirty, or otherwise unpleasant substance. So, guck is a very broad thing. So, you It'd could be say like any. Spoiled th- milk. bird poop. Bird poop is guck. guck.
0: Spoiled milk. So, yes, I was correct. In a saying worn wow. egg.
1: Guck all over him, but yeah. So, just in conclusion, of Guck. with Radgast, he's G- not. <laughs> he's gucky. <laughs> he's gucky. Yucky gucky. <laughs> Icky wicky. Yucky, that's gicky. that's what the dwarves call him. He has all these yucky <laughs> Yucky gucky. No, <laughs> that's, that's not true. That is name. not true. He's just not the smartest wizard, and uh, he uh, just doesn't really help out that much with the whole thing and the whole War of the Rings, and he's not as pivotal a character as he is in... Kind
0: the of reminds movie. me of someone in this room. Who oh, you! Po- you. Oh. Who are you pointing at? <laughs> Me. We can't see. I know the viewers can't see, no, because we can't they're see listeners. Either. We're blindfolded. Oh, well, you
1: could take those off. Mm. Oh. But yeah, there was, that was the whole thing. As you can tell, it was a lot shorter. Than... And you all know yeah. how it goes. You well. all know how it goes. But we
0: all know how that goes. All right, well, uh, the, what does that leave the last... Us with? Well, there
3: are three more wizards, technically, out of the five astari, but there's one major one and two very minor ones, even more minor than Radagast. So I'll start with those ones. Those are the blue wizards, or in Sindarin, the Ithrin-Lewin. The blizzards. I'm Whoa. back, baby! <laughs>
1: Whoa, that joke. the blizzards! <laughs> um, wait, were you going to make that joke? No, because Zach oh. said it like way before the podcast started. Oh, no. Sorry, no. You said, he said one. that. He said that. Yeah. It was oh. his joke before. I'm back, baby, again. <laughs> Jay, Jay never left. He never, he never left. left. <laughs> uh, He's with us all. Were now. you waiting that whole time to say that? No. Oh. I was thinking started, I gotta make a joke as soon as possible, like though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm looking for my opportunity. <laughs> so funded. they were they I'm were, the, were the blue wizards uh, named because they had sea blue robes or sky blue robes and. I mean, I think in the unfinished tales in the Estari section, it mentions they have sea blue robes. Yeah. So uh, they're both blue. They're
0: twinning, you know. Is it like that song, <laughs> the blue song? I don't know what the song blues? you're talking about. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called. A blue it's like, song in general. Blue. Like, Everything is blue. Oh i know what you're talking about you but i can't doing, i thought you meant you know, any good.
1: blues song like the genre blues i thought you just meant bad blues <laughs> songs <was> like what <laughs> like muddy waters blues or song. just any blues song no. uh anyway so
3: they were the two least known of the order of the astari and they were like i said called so because they're sea blue robes and um their names were alatar and palando
2: Ooh, Polando.
3: And, and they didn't have any other names other than that because they weren't known to anyone in the West. They they went out east into the uh into Rune. So
0: are they one of the the wizard, the Astari that failed and were just losers? Uh yeah,
3: technically. Because no. because every Astari failed
0: except for Gandalf. What makes them notable? Uh the not much. <laughs> <They're wizards. laughs> because when when uh Gandalf is explaining who the wizards are he mentions them very briefly at least in the movies i don't remember if that's in the book but in in the hobbit movie um he's explaining how there's he's the gray wizard and there's Sauron the white radigast the brown and then i think he mentions two blue wizards but he doesn't mention them by name but oh, no that's mention?
3: because that's because i don't think peter jackson had the rights to Silmaril, and they're only <laughs> right. mentioned or they're only mentioned in no. those ones so <laughs> they don't have names but, um, Alatar and Palando, they, I mean, they're not really notable, other than that they went east and were really never heard of in the west, but they were said to have probably been the founders or, uh, at least the inspiration for many magic cults in the east. Mm. Um, because they failed and they are like, you know what, let's just start a cult. Do we gotta do something. <laughs> we gotta do something. So, um, yeah, so those are Alatar and Palando, and they are actually friends. So, um. Good for them. They're, they're good friends. <laughs> so, uh, in the Undying Lands, like how we were saying that uh, um, Gandalf was Aloran and Radagast was Irundil. um they were I mean, obviously known as Alatar and Plandor. They didn't have any other names, but they were the um, they were kind of Maiar under the um, the teachings of uh, Orome, and Orome was the Huntsman of the Valar, and he went um, in the in the first age in the ages before the first age. He went out. Out east and he would travel on horseback and he would go hunting in the woods and he would go hunting for evil beasts and so Orome knew a lot about the lands in the east and so that is um, that suggested why they went to the east in the first place because being a uh, st- being students of Orome they likely had more knowledge than any of the other wizards about the east and so that's why they were sent east to go help with people out there and to encourage them to fight against Saruman, or Sauron instead of uh, joining him. But obviously they failed. <laughs> so, right. but, um, yeah, So yeah. Uh, also, in the Undying Lands, Sauron was known as Kuromo, which I'm not sure what that means, but uh, it has to do... It's very similar to his Sindarin name, because Kuromo is a quenya, which is high elvish, and Sindarin is gray elvish. And so um Kuru-nir, which is a Sindarin name, was the man of skill because he was a student of Aule, and Aule was the smith of the Valar. He was kind of like the the blacksmith type dude, um, and he was the creator of the dwarves as well. And so um, here's a fun fact.
0: <gasps> a yeah. fun fact. What is that? Number four or five? I think I this is Grant's track. second one. This is right? my second one. Oh yeah,
1: you did two. And didn't you? No, you and I, you and I, you've you and I? I have each done one.
4: Yeah. I thought you did
0: two. Mm-mm. Well, the listener will correct us. Yeah,
1: please um, call in and let us know.
3: Saruman.
1: <laughs> Number or, is
0: five 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 seven nine seven nine. It's only seven. Oh. You don't have an area code.
3: Um, <laughs> so Saruman or Kurunir, Kurumo, whoever you want, whatever you want to say. Um, he was actually um, kind of like close to the same level as Sauron because Sauron was a pupil of Uh Ale as well. Mm -hmm. and so that's why Sauron had a great knowledge of making rings and all these different things with magic and uh, Saruman did as well and we'll find out more about that later they were very similar which is why Saruman fell to evil really easily because Sauron did as well so yeah um, as uh, the Valar as they were picking they were picking out Maiar to send into Middle-earth and so they were picking and uh, Kurumo was picked first because he was very wise he was very... Um, skilled and he was very powerful and so they thought he would be a great leader to be sent out into middle earth um and he would know a lot about um uh the one ring or at least he would be able to find out a lot more than the other wizards uh being he was a pupil of Aule. and uh so he was picked he was one of the first and oloran was picked as well he actually was gone on a long journey out in amman somewhere visiting elves or whoever and uh Manwe, who was like the leader of the Valar, he was kinda of like the king of the Valar. He picked Aloran to go along as the uh technically the third because Radagast was tagging along with Saruman. And um and then uh and then I think it was Alatar was uh picked second. So it went Saruman, Alatar, and then um Gandalf and then Radagast and Polando. So Alatar was picked uh, as well, he was one of Orome's uh, choices, and then um, he brought along Palando as a friend and um, but there's an interesting thing, because when Manwe was picking Olorin or Gandalf uh, he said he would go as the third of the, the Istar, the wizards, but Varda, who is the queen of the Valor, Manwe's husband she said not the third, foreshadowing that he would actually become the greatest of the wizards, and Saruman took note in that and he said, well, obviously, she doesn't believe that I'm the most powerful. And so, basically, everything that happened to Saruman was like, yeah, I don't like Gandalf. <laughs> so, um, so, anyways, they all go to Middle-earth, like we were all saying, with uh, uh, Gandalf, Radagast, the Blue Wizard, Saruman. Yeah, and um, like Jay mentioned, or I think you mentioned earlier, uh, Saruman noted that Gandalf was given the... Yeah, the Ring of Fire by, uh... That was this guy Oh, right you here. said that? This guy. The Ring of Fire by Cure. That's, That's right. Them.
1: Remember, I took your material. Yeah,
3: and, uh, so Saruman, that was another thing. Saruman noted that, and mm-hmm. he grew jealous of Gandalf, because he was like, well, why does everyone think Gandalf's better than me? I'm obviously better. I'm taller. I'm, I've got the white robes, which is the leader position. My
0: beard is so much whiter. His
3: beard is so long and white, and just, he's just cool. And <laughs> Somebody's he was, got a crush. He was, I, think Grant's got a guy. I mean, he, he was, was Count Dooku. One.
0: That's true. Christopher he a, Lee. Amazing. He was in a metal band. Mm-hmm.
3: He was a Nazi hunter.
0: That's right. Yeah. Secret agent. He was the real life James Bond.
3: He's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He actually met, uh, Christopher Lee actually met Tolkien in real life. Yeah, that's right. He was the yeah. only
0: member of the cast to yeah. do so. It's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet yeah. stuff. He actually killed Tolkien.
3: That was his. That was his way in getting in the movies.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, didn't Tolkien Tolkien tell him he wanted Christopher Lee him to play Gandalf?
0: I think he got his blessing or something
1: to play Gandalf. uh, That sounds familiar. And then he didn't play Gandalf. And then he did. Dang, dang. Dang.
0: Actually, I like him better as Saruman, though. He's a better Saruman. He was. He was definitely typecast as the villain because of his uh, kind of debut into fame as dracula and stuff yeah uh which he didn't really like <laughs> yeah but enough about christopher lee and more about Sauron. Yes. Yeah.
3: so um yeah so being a pupil of ale and uh close or i don't know if he was close necessarily to sauron before sauron fell into evil but um he knew a lot about uh smithing and crafting and he was called the man of skill by the people of the north and um so that explains his interest in the One Ring and in different uh, artifacts and stuff like that. And uh, so Saruman, uh, when the White Council was formed uh, regarding the um, the Necromancer in Mirkwood, um, mm-hmm. Sauron was appointed the head of the White Council, and this happened in the year of Third Age, 2463. Um, so this was long before the War of the Ring happened. This was before uh, the Hobbit and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he spent many years in Minas Tirith studying the scrolls and the history and lore of Minas Tirith and what happened to Isildur and Isildur's Bane, which was the One Ring, and where the One Ring was potentially lost. Right. Many thought that the One Ring had just passed down the river and went into the sea, never to be seen again, and Sauron actually believed that for quite a while um, because he was just hoping that Sauron would never find it again uh, so he wouldn't return to power and that Sauron could be the, the, the I guess the lord of the West or something. Lord of, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. The Lord of the Rings. That's wow. way better than what I thought of.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, good. You really got to start and, uh
3: <laughs> Yeah, from from studying the scrolls in monasteries, he also learned that the um, the Palantir, which is a seeing stone, uh, could still possibly be intact inside of the Tower of Orthanc, which was in the Ring of Isengard. And there were um, there were seven seeing stones all all across Middle Earth, and so uh, the one in Orthanc was one of the ones that was possibly still intact and still around.
0: Do you know where all seven are? Do you yes. know their locations? Yes. Where are
3: they? Well, I mean, that's after, sensitive information. That's sensitive information. <laughs> so, there was My ploy. You've there found was a uh, there was one in uh, uh Minas Ithil, which turned into Minas Morgul, and mm-hmm. when the Witch-king or the Nazgûl took over Minas Morgul, um, it was brought into Barad-dûr in Mordor, and Sauron used that one. There was one in Osgiliath, which is between Minas Tirith and Minas Ithil. And that was the main one. It was it was huge. It was like, it was, I think it was. I don't know the exact measurement, but it was way bigger than a person. Because the normal ones you see, like in the movie, are just like a small little right. crystal globe. But it was big, and it was like in this like depression in the ground, and you could like spin it and stuff what like that. What was it bummed about? I don't know. It just was <laughs> a depression. But um. <laughs> He was just depressed. But uh, So that that was the main one. That was the one that could see in all directions to all the other scene stones. It could listen into other conversations that were happening to the other ones. There was the one in uh, Menas Tirith or Menas Anor, and that was the one that Denethor was using. And then there's the one in uh, Isengard, which is the one that Saruman uh, got a hold of. Mm-hmm. There was the one in... Uh, Enuminas, which is the um capital city of the north kingdom of arnor there was the one in elostirion which was the um the uh it was like the the elf towers that were close to the sea that you could look out across and then there was um there was one on Weathertop, a huh so that's well, where all seven were
0: there's a fun fact for you yeah, yeah.
3: and all of the ones in the north were lost all the ones in the north were lost in the sea, uh, except for the one in Elos Tyrian, the tower. Um, but that was that was the only one that could not go in contact with any of the other ones. It was the it only looked west across the sea into the Undying Lands. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so all those ones were lost in the north, and then the south only the one in Isengard, Menas Tirith, and in Mordor remained. So wow. there's only three of them left, and Saruman. Uh, Once he found out that the Palantir and Isengard was still around, he offered to make Isengard his abode so that he could... Because previously in Rohan, it was being overrun by Dunlandings and enemies of Rohan and Gondor. So he offered to take it as his own and defend it against enemies of Rohan and Gondor. And the... the, um, I forget who the... uh, I'm trying to think. I forget who the guy was who gave it, the keys to him, it was one of the guys in Gondor, but um, uh, he was given the keys to Orthanc, and so he started living there in 2759 of the Third Age, and uh, by the time that the, um, the Necromancer was very prominent in Dol Guldur, he actually, in the White Council, he delayed the attack on the Necromancer because he knew that it was Sauron, or at least he had a, an inkling that it was Sauron, and he thought that he would be helpful in his mission to make his own rings of power or potentially to find the the actual one ring because he wanted it for himself. And uh, in the year 2941, he finally allowed the White Council to attack the Necromancer and to cleanse Dol Guldur for, for good. And so that's uh, that's what you see in like the Hobbit movies right. too. They show that because they don't really mention it in the books at all. Yeah. They just kind of say Gandalf was the way on his different business oh he was off doing he was off doing whatever
0: but then when you find out what he was off doing it's like oh it's like okay that was pretty important that was yeah all right i'll forgive him for that errand.
3: but after the necromancer was attacked he went off to mordor and sauron openly declared himself as sauron and built baradur back up and mount doom erupted again and and then uh all of gondor and rohan were watching and then uh, all that fun stuff yeah and then um in 2953, so 12 years later, after the defeat of the necromancer in Dol the council got together for one last time to debate on the whereabouts of the One Ring, because they were saying, well, now that Sauron is back, we need to know where the One Ring is so he doesn't get to it. And um, after a while, uh, Saruman was hoping to throw, especially Gandalf, but everyone off his scent of trying to find the One Ring himself. And so he said, like he believed many ages earlier, that... The One Ring had just flowed through the river and went off into the sea. But he had his own suspicions that it was still in the river somewhere, hidden in the Gladden fields where Isildur was killed. And so he, at that time, he actually sent out his own spies to look in that area. And that was coincidentally the same year that, um, I think that was the same, no, it wasn't the same year. It was the same year that he was appointed head of the council, I think. Coincidentally wasn't the same year. Coincidentally (laughs) wasn't the same year. But um, when he was appointed head of the council, that's when Smeagol found the One Ring and became Gollum. So that kind of would be his downfall right there. Classic too. moment right there. Yeah. And, Smeagol uh, moment. It was a Smeagol <laughs> moment right there. And so uh, he kind of threw everyone off his scent and he said it passed in his seat. And I was like, okay, I can believe that. But Gandalf didn't really believe it. And uh, so after the final meeting of the White Council, he fortified Isengard, started making his own orcs. He actually kind of did a f- very evil thing, and he interbred orcs and Dunlandings, the men. And Ooh. so he kind of, mm. kind of don't want to go into the details of that, so he makes he makes orcs. Gross. Makes, but we have time. But we so have, have scr- to- <laughs> But he makes orcs that we'll are do able to. we a whole to, episode
0: on that. Yeah, he
3: makes orcs that are taller and stronger and able to survive longer in daylight, because normal orcs don't like the daylight, and they can't stand it too bright. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he makes these abominations that are much stronger soldiers, and he fortifies Isengard, and uh, he sets spies to watch Gandalf and his doings, and he notes his interest in the Shire and in Pipeweed, which we talked about in the last. And that That's is true. That is one of the final seeds of Saruman's downfall. Go
0: listen to episode one yeah. concerning hobbits you if go. you haven't already. It's a great episode. Go watch. Grant it. Grant talks a lot. Go watch wonderful. it if you can. Go watch it. Give it a little. Give it a little view. Yeah. <laughs> jay, Sorry, I didn't think of my charger. jay is leaving <laughs> I thought I it when jay has left it. the
3: scene jay is leaving and I we I don't know what to do
1: talking so that it won't interrupt
3: the but now you're talking oh. so oh
0: no i'm trying to keep the podcast going okay <laughs> well the podcast has been completely derailed <laughs> yeah well all right Ruined. so uh returning back to saruman returning of the mm, return yeah. of the jedi what was that? John, Cena. John Cena John Cena, yeah. How
1: do you not know who John Cena is? John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing you know John
3: Cena. <laughs> well, I mean you
0: can't really see him, so it's kinda of hard oh. to Yeah, anyway, just anyways. like you can't see this podcast, which Boom. let's get back So
3: Saruman, uh he had a uh he had an enchanting voice. He had a very smooth, very oh, yeah, voice. So, uh, are you
0: talking about Saruman? Is that in the books or are you just Talking about Christopher Lee again. No, no, Saruman
3: did. He had really? an enchanting voice. That was one of his powers, as he was able to convince people of otherwise unconvincing things. Because uh-huh. that was just his power, as he could easily convince and persuade people. So he almost persuaded Gandalf to join his side. Actually,
0: Saruman, king of gaslighting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he corrupts Grima Wormtongue, who is a uh, uh, a ro one of the Rohirrim. And uh, he is one of the advisors of the King of Rohan, and he kind of corrupts the King of Rohan through that. And he makes it believe that Saruman is still a friend, even though all evidence points that Saruman is a traitor and is in league with Sauron. Because Sauron is using his palantir and Saruman's palantir to corrupt Saruman indirectly. Um, And Saruman doesn't really know it, but he becomes allied with Sauron. Um, so that's far from his purpose <laughs> and uh whoops yeah whoops and uh so that's
0: another in you know, a long line of epic fails <laughs> Yeah, Istari.
3: so uh then it's the war of the ring and uh Rohan is pretty much just idle they're not really doing much to protect their kingdom or Gondor their allies and uh so he begins attacking Rohan um at the Fords of Isen and it's really unsuspected because they thought he was a an ally up until that point and then they kind of go in a frenzy trying to um like defend their kingdom and all that stuff and uh, so that's when the battle of helms deep happens when saruman just absolutely unleashes all of his orcs and wargs and Dunlendings upon the uh helms deep where the last fortification is of rohan the last line of defense and uh, he was defeated there but um he was also very unfortunate because he left Isengard pretty much empty other than himself there Grima Wormtongue and a few few dunlendings here and there and the ents they were the uh, the big tree people
0: our sponsor for today's episode yeah our <laughs> sponsor ents.
3: and uh they um they uh they attacked because they were angry at the deforestation of Fangorn and which is their home and the cutting down of many huorns and other ents and so uh I mean, you'd be mad, too, if some wizard was chopping down your friends and family.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> so I might they, even go to court over it.
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they attacked uh, they attacked Isengard, and they're very strong, and they could rip down walls of stone with their rudy hands. Mm-hmm.
0: Rudy! rudy.
3: <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. Yeah, I a um, that was yeah so uh, he left it pretty much unguarded, and that was one of his downfalls as well. As, and the Ents were just free to attack, and... That was the last march of the end. Never
0: suspect the tree people. Yeah, but then they get you, <laughs> shablam, shablam. That That's actually shaboom. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? he said
2: he what? I
1: don't know. anyways, all oh, my uh, Cars fans will get that, what's and fans of that song. It's in the Cars movie. Be I never dream. saw it. Shaboom, if I could tell you. Oh, I
2: could be a
3: No one else is in
1: cars. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hey, I'm not doing <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, uh, Saruman, uh he remains in the tower, and uh, uh, Treebeard, who is the, the chief ent and his name is actually Fangorn. That's what the forest is named after. Um, he keeps an eye on Saruman and he keeps him kind of locked in the tower and Saruman doesn't come down and, uh, and he sets Merry and Pippin, the hobbits to, uh, to watch the gates of Isengard to look for, uh, Gandalf and the, uh, King of Rohan as they come back from their victory in Helm's Deep. And, uh, well, when they, you all know how that goes. When you, you know, how <laughs> that goes. Yeah, we know. There's mostly two towers right here, yeah. but, um. So when they come back, Saruman is still, I mean, he's pretty defeated, and he's pretty shocked at the turn of events, because he thought he was pretty strong, and he was kind of looking for Sauron, too, to help him, but that never happened. <laughs> and, uh, but it's at that moment that, um, uh, earlier, actually, he, uh, when he captures Gandalf in his tower, mm-hmm. uh, he reveals that he's Saruman of many colors, and he's Saruman Ringmaker. And, uh, so that pretty much just means he betrayed his original purpose to help defeat Sauron, and he becomes a copy of Sauron, really. He becomes a ringmaker. He actually, it's, uh, revealed at the end. Um, this is, in, I think this is in the, uh, the appendix of The Return of the King. It mentions that, um, there was, like, a horde of artifacts and magical items that was found in Orthanc, and, uh, among them was the, um, a ring or, like, a a box, like, made to hold a ring. And so it was believed that Sar- Saruman did indeed have his own ring of power. It was <laughs> just a lesser ring of power, because he didn't have the full knowledge of creating, like, an ultimate ring of power. Right. And um, so he was Saruman ringmaker, and he was Saruman of many colors, meaning he wasn't just the white, which was the color of purity, pretty much, and of good. And uh, he became many colors, meaning he was just...
0: Oh. <laughs> Multicolored, multi Multicolored, Multicolored, yeah. yeah, What was, was
3: more dim- favorite dim- color? Dim- yeah, there was, there was, uh, yeah, more, yeah, more. Like dim- you said, C.I.
0: What do you think his favorite color was?
3: Um, I mean, I would say. I say green. Green. Yeah, I mean, like a like a light green.
0: Why do you think that?
3: Just because it's pretty. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> Is this your favorite color? No.
1: Mm. Remember Grant's Radagast, not. Yeah.
0: Would, so that would be Ratty
3: favorite color. No, Ratty favorite color is brown. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, brown. Yeah. Just brown. Brown, tan, beige, brown, chocolate, um, burnt
1: orange.
0: <laughs>
3: but brown. <laughs> but more
1: brown. Oh, uh, like a brownish orange. but brown.
0: Toasted marshmallow. Yellow, but brown. Red, o- but brown. Golden brown.
3: Uh, uh, yeah. You know, we could go on for we go on ages. On. There are many... There are 50 shades of brown. That's right. Yeah.
0: I'm actually writing a book huh? about that. Really? Yeah. Huh? It's what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, uh, so, he um, he argues uh, Gandalf and... <laughs> Stop laughing.
1: Tim Allen's here. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Gandalf and... Uh, anyway. Gandalf and Aomer and uh, uh, Theoden and all the... Aragorn and all the... um. All the all the all the dudes all the dudes they come back from helms deep and they show mm-hmm. up and uh so, so saruman
4: saruman don't go in there <laughs> <laughs> maybe wait a minute for whoa the don't go in there <laughs>
3: saruman he uh he tries to pull la- one last ploy and uh, he tries to um use his uh, enchanting voice to convince them that he can go free and that he wasn't he was good all along and to help him out and stuff like that, and have mercy on him because he had lost everything. He like, was uh, like, <laughs> "It was a prank, <laughs> guys!" Look the cameras. Look, cameras over there. <laughs> but uh, no one, no one believed him, and uh, he, um, uh, Grima Wormtongue, was in the tower with him, and he, he took the palantir. He didn't know what it was. He had never seen Saruman use it, and he took it because it was just a heavy object and he, he... Oh, that's a weird reason oh, no. no, no heavy find something find something heavy I'm getting to it he was he was meaning to throw it at the people below the tower and uh. try to kill one of them and so he mm. threw it off the tower but it missed and it landed in the water and so that's how Saruman lost his palantir and he was hoping to keep using it to keep in contact with Sauron. what
1: a fool worm yeah. tongue more like worm dumb
3: whoa <laughs> <laughs> still here man
1: <laughs> yeah, he never left
3: uh, Top of his game <laughs> And he, um, so Saruman lost that, and that was pretty much his last. He was on the last, last little leg. string. He right hit there. rock bottom. He hit rock bottom. Literally, because yeah. the Palantir fell. Yeah. Dang. It's like a fall to rock. rock. Well, it is a rock. It eventually hits rock. Hit the you go far enough north, you
1: eventually hit rock. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, what good. goes up must come
0: down. Yeah. There's some other famous idioms from yes. Jay. From Jay. Give us another one. Anyway, so I don't know much, <laughs>
3: but I do know some. Uh, so after after Gandalf and all of the uh, the Rohirrim, they leave and they go to uh, aid Gondor in at the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Uh, Treebeard actually is convinced by Saruman to let him go free because Treebeard's like, yeah, he's not gonna do anything else. So he just lets him go, and
0: he's like, oh yeah, he's, he's just with Grimond, he, he's doing fine. Some of you movie watchers might be a little confused here because at this point. Is when Saruman dies in the movies.
4: Yeah. Not so in the books. Not in the books. Not so. I didn't know that.
1: What? I don't remember the movies. Well, you slept through the movie (laughs) marathon. So I did not know that. Mm, Yeah. I learned something. I don't know. (laughs) Mm, I learned (laughs) some (laughs) knowledge. I only know the real lore. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm a
4: lore
0: purist. Anything that diverges, (laughs) uh, I don't care about.
3: Because because Saruman had uh, previously known about gandalf's interest in the shire he was like you know what since he thinks and all the hobbits think that the shire is still going to be there their little perfect place when they get back from the war he's like i'm gonna mess with it so he's got his spies in there he's got his spies in the shire and he pretty much just creates an absolute dictatorship and anarchy those are not the same
0: no, he creates those an are absolutely. Usually, pitted against, <laughs> each, against other. each other.
3: <laughs> he creates an anarchy pretty much in the Shire, and all of his ruffians, his spies, they pretty much bully all the little hobbits. And he recruits some of the more uh, uh, proud hobbits into his, uh, in his, in his league, and uh, gets them to sell all of the pipeweed to him, and not, not the hobbits.
0: That's I do really funny, Those are his man.
3: dealers <laughs> on the Dalmal.
0: <laughs> now I have all the pipe weed.
3: He created a he created a whole mafia.
0: Created a monopoly. <laughs>
3: yeah, and uh, so he um pretty much he he wanders and he he gets to the Shire and uh, he's actually passed on the way back by Gandalf and the, the the hobbits on their way back to Rivendell. So like as he's still what? wandering in the wild. <laughs> where, where are you? Doing? And um and so Gandalf lets him go because he's like he's still gonna cause cause harm, but it'll be his downfall. Grima will end up being the one to be his downfall, and, um, and so he's in the Shire, and Frodo and Sam and Merry and Pippin, they, uh, gathering all the courage that they had got from the War of the Ring, they uh, ended up leading the, the scouring of the Shire, and they, uh, um, they helped defeat all the ruffians and the spies that were set there by Saruman, and they cleansed the Shire once more and made it a happy place and a peaceful mm-hmm. place. And they, uh, found at the end of it all that, um, Saruman was behind it and, um, because the, uh, ruffians kept mentioning that their reader was called Sharky and, uh, Sharky? and they were like, that's a weird name. And, um, and, Sharky. Sharky. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so they find out that it's, uh, Saruman and he, he mentions that, uh, it was a name given to him by the, uh, orcs at first and it, uh, went to his, uh, spies, the ruffians. And it was actually the word "sharku," which means old man, and it was kind of like a term of endearment given to him by the orcs because they thought it was just funny that he was an old man, and uh, and so he was called sharku. But then to the people in the shire and to the ruffians, he was called Sharky. It was kind of translated differently.
1: Are there sharks in
3: Middle Earth? I mean, probably like, it's based off of like. Because I was going to say, so. would the would the orcs or people or just. Any of the races know about sharks? I mean, I don't think, I don't think the orcs live near the sea, so I don't think they would know mm-hmm. anything about it. They're not like, they don't build ships and go sailing, so I don't think they would know. Maybe the elves do. Or the pirates of Umbar. but, um, yeah, so, uh, um, at the end of it all, Grima Wormtongue, he, um, he, uh, is angry at, uh, Saruman because Saruman calls him a dog and he, like, tells him to get here. And, you dirty dog! Come with me here. Going. We're going somewhere Heel. else. Heal, <laughs> Sit, boy. And uh, so, uh, Grima has, has just had his final straw, and he uh, pulls out a dagger, and he stabs uh, Saruman in the back, and uh, Saruman how, is killed. How poetic. He's, uh, as far as we know, he is the only one of the Astari to be killed, and because he did turn evil, um, and fail his mission completely, his spirit was supposed to go back to the west because he was still a spirit. He was a myar still. But a wind blew from the west and blew him away. A uh, <laughs> <The>
1: wind... <laughs> why is that funny to me? He, he never, just, never he returned. He got blown away. Like, yeah. oh,
0: no,
4: no, 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 Caught in a For those of you who that's have the seen end of the movies, Saruman. that stabbing may seem uh, familiar because that did happen. That
0: the happened but the Tower on,
3: of Orthanc. So. Yeah,
1: he never goes to the...
3: Or, to the Shire. No. The,
1: no. The most we of, see in the movies is apparently that was
3: not important enough. I wanted to see. Even though that's one of the best parts of the books.
1: Yeah, yeah. a big hobbit battle would have been sick. Yeah. I feel I feel like I'd be sad if I saw hobbits die because some hobbits do get killed in the battle. Yeah. Anyway, this so <laughs> sounds like it sounds... when hobbits
0: die. No. Yeah. Sound of, it was a moment of silence for dead hobbits. That's
3: all I've got in Saruman, by the way.
0: So yeah, that's our podcast on wizards.
2: Yeah. I'm trying
0: to think of a pun that goes with wizards, but I can't. Wizards. I have a wiz- limerick about wizards I could read. Do it. Let me get it real quick. Did you just make it up or did no, you No, I have a limerick about wizards. <laughs> I know, but did you make it up? I made it. Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: That's what I was asking. You said no, I <laughs> More like no, More like I made it. Wiz nerds.
1: Oh. I'm well, still here. Still <laughs> I'm here. not leaving.
3: Never leaving. The podcast is still going. It's just yeah. silent. And then you just kind of come up with one every once in a while.
0: All right, so I've got my the limerick up. It's called Lizardrick the Wizard. It goes, I asked a lizard if it were a wizard on one summer day. It turned and cast a spell. I said, oh hell, and ran away. <laughs>
4: that was That's the that's whole it.
0: thing? Well, limericks are really short. <laughs>
1: I was expecting more. What?
4: It's, a, it's
0: a limerick.
1: I don't know why. They're short. Um, oh, I, I just looked up some wizard puns. I got one. Oh. <laughs> okay. Why Why did the wizard's wife have hickeys on her neck? I don't know why, Jen. Because she was a neck romancer. <laughs> 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 Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Exploring Middle-Earth. Grant, Zach, and I had a great time making it, and we hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast and want to support us, there's two ways you can do that. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this helps a lot because it helps build up our reputation. Or you can just share this episode or the podcast with your friends and get this podcast circulating around. Uh, either of them works, and we're very appreciative of either of them. You can find us on Instagram at exploringmiddle__earth, that is Uh That's where we'll post updates and behind-scene the pictures, and if you don't want to search that up on Instagram, the link to that will be in the show notes. Each episode goes up every other Monday, so be on the lookout for episode three. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.